probably all heard the old rock song, get your motor running, head out on the highway, you know, heading for adventure and whatever comes my way. And it goes on to say that we are born to be wild. Um, you know, while riding on the road is fun and driving can be fun, you know, to go somewhere and sightsee and have a new adventure, it's only fun if we get there safely. Um, and so that's part of what we're going to be talking about today. And uh, we're so glad you joined us. My name is Jennifer Demuth with the Tuscarawas County Health Department, and I'm very thankful to have with me today Kelly Snyder. Um, she's a health educator and the Safe Communities Coordinator for the Tuscarawas County Health Department. Hi, Kelly. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so glad to have you. You know, you know, I was just you know talking about that old rock so song, uh, you know, born to be wild and heading out on the highway. You know, it is fun. People like to um, you know get in the car and, and go places with their friends and family and they like to, you know, hop on their motorcycle. But, you know, as we do those things, it's so important that we're mindful of safety, you know, because it's not fun to go somewhere if you don't get there all in one piece, right? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> and that kind of brings us to our topic today. You know, we want to talk about the Safe Communities of Tuscarawas County program. Um, and then know this is a program that's funded, you know, through a grant um, and is housed at the Tuscarawas County Health Department. Can you tell me a little about the Safe Communities Program of Tuscross County? Sure. So the goal of the Safe Communities Program is to prevent traffic-related fatalities and injuries in Tuscross County. Okay. And you had mentioned that there's a coalition that works toward this good goal of, you know, making sure we have less traffic crashes and fatalities. Um, what, who, who makes up that coalition? What types of partners do you work with to make this program happen? So we have community partners from all over Tuscarawas County, as well as concerned citizens um, who have joined our coalition. Um, so we have people such as um, the Emergency Management, um, EMA, or Omega. Um, we have, you know, ODOT, uh, the County Engineer's Office, uh, educators, local law enforcement, state highway patrol, uh, sheriff's office, Kent State, um, people from Kent State. Um, we have people um, from railroad and motorcycle safety so, um, all over. And it's, you know, they're all critical to our coalition because they each bring a different perspective. Mm -hmm. um, and it just helps us um, decide, you know, what areas we need to focus in on in Tuscarawas County for traffic safety. And, you know, I know I probably missed a few partners, I apologize, mm -hmm. but, you know, radio stations that are so gracious with us. Um, and it's, it's just a wonderful group. Mm -hmm. Excellent. So this group works together and they meet, you know, every so often and talk about what exactly? So we meet quarterly. Um, we have a quarterly coalition meeting. Um, and during that coalition meeting, um, you know, we talk about traffic safety. We get uh, reports from local law enforcement, uh, the coroner's office. Um, and we just talk about, you know, what's going on, what the stats are, what it looks like, um, and what activities we're going to be doing. Mm -hmm. We talk about material distributions. We get ideas, brainstorming on how we can reach the community with our messaging. Um, so, you know, we're so thankful for the coalition members because they're aware of what's going on in their communities um, that we might not be aware of. Um, so it's really nice to, you know, get in there and brainstorm together. Um, and then after the coalition meeting, we have what's called our fatal crash review. Um, and while this is not fun, it's not a fun meeting to have, but it's very necessary. Um, and what we do is we look at each fatal crash that happened in the previous quarter. Um, we look at the details around that crash and what we look to see what we as a coalition can do to prevent that crash from happening again. 
Wow. It sounds really important, you know, and there are things you can do and messages you can get out. So for instance, if there were fatalities related to motorcycles, you're able to maybe have more messaging around motorcycle safety. Is that correct? Right. Um, Yeah. So messaging, education, um, we did have an instance where we actually looked at the road and they were able to go out and fix, you know, there was kind of a, a something going on with the road that the engineer's office was able to go out and fix and, you know, different things like that, that um, can help prevent fatal crashes from happening. So it sounds like you have a really strong, you know, coalition of folks working with you with safe communities of Tuscross County. And when we look at that coalition, you know, if there's, you know, someone in our community who's listening to this, who says, wow, you know, I can really, um, yeah, I kind of see myself supporting this particular effort. Uh, could someone from the community potentially join the coalition, someone who's concerned about traffic safety? Absolutely. Um, we are always welcoming new coalition members. Um, you know, the the more we have at the table, uh, the more people we have and the more diversity that we have, uh, the more we're we going to be able to get out there and get our messages out. So I am always, always excited for new membership, um, you know, and they would just call me at the Tuscross County Health Department. Okay. Um, my extension is 182 and I will get them connected. That's great. That's good to know, because I think there might be some people out there who think, oh, you know, I know, boy, we could really use some signage here. People are always speeding and running off the road here. And, you know, the only way a coalition like this can find out that there's a challenge or a problem to be solved is if the folks let us know. Right. Right. Absolutely. Very good. And with those coalition members, um, a lot of them, you know, travel outside of our county Mm -hmm. and they might see something, you know, oh, this would be a great thing that we could do in Tuscross County. Um, so they can bring that perspective as well. Okay. So in the coalition's meetings, you kind of find out what some of the challenges are in the county. And then, you know, what are some of those educational messages um, that you try to share with our community to help meet that goal toward better traffic safety in Tuscross County? So our four key messages are uh, drive sober or get pulled over, mm-hmm. um, which targets impaired driving, um, Click it or ticket for seatbelts. Look out for motorcycles and stay alive. Don't text and drive. Okay. I know, you know, I've seen a lot of vehicles in our area with magnets on them. Uh, Do you want to show us the magnets you give out at community events and things? Yeah. So when you come visit us at the community events, we um, have different magnets that we bring along. And it just depends on what message we're doing at that event. Um, But we have our stay alive, don't text and drive magnets, our look out for motorcycle magnets, our click it or ticket magnets, and our drive sober or get pulled over magnets. And I do have a few of these um, large click it or ticket magnets. So, you know, you can visit us at community events, or if you have a need for them, um, employers, uh, you know, schools, anybody has a need for any of these magnets, you know, certainly give me a call at the Tuscross County Health Department and I'll get you hooked up. Okay. And you even have like yard signs and things. I I know sometimes I see businesses putting out a yard sign that says, stay alive, don't text and drive or look out for motorcycles. So if folks want a yard sign for their business or organization or even their home, they could get those from you as well. Yep. I have yard signs. I can also get banners and we have bags as well with the messaging on it. So a lot of resources that to just get that visual out there for people to see. Yeah, I think that's important, you know, just to keep mindful of those safety messages. Uh, I know I, when I started working at the health department, I said, Kelly, I need one of those stay alive, don't text and drive, you know, magnets. And I have that on my car all the time as a reminder to myself, 
don't be the one that's texting and driving, you know, because I don't want to be a hypocrite and have that magnet on my car and sit there texting, you know, while right. I'm driving. It keeps so you self-responsible. It yeah. really does. Yeah. It really does. And then you see it on the other vehicles and it's a good reminder, you know, oh, you know, it is that time of year where there are more, more motorcycles on the road. I really need to watch for that. So, all right. Excellent. Um, so, you know, why, why, I mean, obviously it's important to have these traffic safety messages out there just because, you know, we want to travel safely and, and drive safely and get there in one piece without an unscheduled trip to the emergency department. Um, but tell me a little bit about some of the local data um, about the numbers of crashes and some of the most common causes, because every once in a while you get someone who says, oh yeah, you know, look out for motorcycles, but that's not really an issue here. Sometimes folks don't realize what an issue something might be. So could you share some of that data with us? Absolutely. So I pulled the data from 2017 to 2020. Um, and when we look at the fatal crashes in that time period, there were 50 fatal crashes. Wow. Okay. So just in Tuscarawas County. You know, we just think we're Tus small, yeah. but that's a lot. Yes. Wow. And those 50 fatal crashes resulted in 56 fatalities. So some of the fatal crashes were, you know, a double fatal crash. Yeah. Um, so when you look at those 50 fatal crashes, 30 out of the 50 were due to one of the factors in those crashes was impaired driving. Okay. Which for impaired driving, um, I just, you know, a lot of times people just think alcohol, mm -hmm. um, but impaired driving also includes drugs. Mm -hmm. It includes prescription drugs. Oh, wow. Um, okay. So, and that's something that people don't think about. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, 30 out of the 50 crashes were due to impaired driving. Wow. Some kind of impairment. You know, and you were mentioning, um, I'm fortunate that I am able to participate in the Safe Communities Coalition as well and my job at the Tuscarawas County Health Department. And I know when we talk about impaired driving, sometimes, you know, members of law enforcement will say someone just took the medicine at the wrong time of day or they took it with at the same time as another medicine, not realizing it would make them, you know, dizzy and then they were out trying to drive. So if someone out there is concerned in particular about their medications and driving, um, wouldn't you say maybe it's a good idea for them to talk to their healthcare provider or pharmacist, you know, Absolutely. ahead of time before getting behind the wheel? Like, hey, what are those concerns, you know, so they can avoid that? Absolutely. Okay. Talk to your physician, talk to your pharmacist and look at the bottle. Look at your, read your bottle and the, you know, you always get the whole big stack of pamphlets mm -hmm. that comes with your bottle that, you know, has all the reactions and stuff. And that, that stuff's important. And for those reasons, mm -hmm. and, you know, a lot of times people think of impaired driving happening at night. Mm -hmm. While that is true. Um, you know, even at our coalition meetings, law enforcement have said it used to be primarily at night, but now it's mornings, wow. noon, afternoon, you know, so, um, being aware of that as a driver, even though you may not be impaired, watching out for somebody who may be impaired. Mm -hmm. Wow. So this is, you know, obviously it's important um, to just be as clear-headed as we can to protect our own safety and the safety of others on the road. Uh, but if you get pulled over for impaired driving, it's not only a safety risk, but it can also be expensive. Tell me a little bit about that. So the average cost of a DUI, mm -hmm. are you ready? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, nationally is between ten and $17,000. Wow. When you think about, usually you have to go do counseling. You have to do some type of maybe a DUI camp, loss of job, loss of insurance, um, or your insurance rates go higher, mm -hmm. um, your fees, um, 
you know, the time that you're off of work. Um, all of those factors go into it. So the national average is between ten and seventeen thousand dollars for a D, for one DUI. Wow! So it's important to stay sober while driving, not only for safety but also to protect your pocketbook. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. And also, um, you know, from 2017 to 2020, I did want to mention impaired driving is not our only issue in Tuscarawas okay. County. Um, so some of those other factors that were um, high on the list were speed seatbelt, um, people not wearing their seatbelt, um, and then mature and youthful drivers. Oh, okay. Well, I have one of those youthful drivers at my <laughs> house. Um, so we just need to be careful. So the mature drivers, um, what can we do for, you know, say we have an older relative in our home um, or that we're close to, what, what can we do to encourage them to drive safer? Um, so just making sure that, you know, they're doing, you know, getting their eyes checked, going to the, um, their physician and, um, you know, getting checked and, you know, the physician, you know, if you have a concern, talk to them about it. And just, I, I know it's a hard conversation to have. Um, it's not a fun conversation to have, but it's necessary for their protection and for other people on the road. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so just making, you know, their reflexes and their, flex, you know, yeah. flexibility, things like that, their reaction time, things like that are being checked. Yes, that's good. And, you know, I know I have an older relative who really can't see well at night, you know, so we've asked that relative, please don't drive at night, you know, yeah. um, like you said, they're hard conversations, but, you know, for their safety and the safety of those around them, you know, those are good conversations to have. And uh, also, you've talked about the youthful drivers, and I mentioned, you know, I have a teen driver, and I have a younger teen who reminds me that she'll be eligible for her permit in two and a half years, and I try not to think about that. Um, but, <laughs> you know, what are, you know, some particular hangups as far as driving safety that we see, you know, for teens? Is it just a lot of fender benders? Um, I know a lot of times I think teens get accused of distracted driving a lot. You know, what are there any trends that you're seeing? Um, definitely distracted driving. Okay. Um, and with distracted driving with teens, every passenger they have in the car can greatly increase their distraction. Um, rate. Um, so that's one of the, you know, the key factors with, with teens or, you know, young drivers that are learning, you know, to get out on the road for the first yeah. time. Um, and that time with the parent or the guardian or adult that's driving starts at a young age, mm -hmm. you know, start talking to your, your child, you know, as soon as they're able to understand and say, you know, when different things happen, when you're on the road, give them an example. This is why I did this, or, mm -hmm. you know, it's raining out, you, you know, you're not going to want to use your cruise control when it's raining. And this is why, um, you know, inclement weather, different things like that. And just mm -hmm. constantly talking and reinforcing those key messages, um, you know, and then also, you know, with parents, it's a great idea to have that driving contract. You know, if I catch you without wearing your seatbelt, you know, this is what's going to happen, you know, and, and establishing those rules right off the bat. Okay. I like that. That's good advice. Yeah. Um, you know, we were talking too about trends for crashes in Tuscarawas County. I know there are certain times of day where we tend to see more crashes. And, you know, when we look at times of day, 
um, you know, being part of the coalition, when I learned that information, I shared that with my teen and with actually my husband too. And, and I'm just even more mindful during that time of day when I'm driving here in Tuscross County, because I know, oh, there are more crashes at this time of day. There tends to be a higher amount of traffic. Um, it just helps me to be more mindful. And I think just knowing that information might help some of our listeners too. So when I looked at the stats from 2017 to 2020 for the fatal crashes, um, Thursdays and Saturdays had the highest instances of fatal crashes. Okay. Um, the time of day, interestingly, was 4 to 4.59 a.m. Oh, wow. And 4 to 4.59 p.m. Those were the two highest, followed by 8 to 8.59 p.m. Huh. Not what you think, is it? Yeah. Like, especially <laughs> the 4 a.m. time frame is odd. But the, but the 4 to 4.59 p.m. does not surprise me. You know, that's a time of day, especially when you think of Thursdays. You know, you're rushing home from work or from after school activities. You know, there's a lot of traffic then. Um, and the morning one doesn't surprise me as much either. Because, again, that's the time of day people are rushing around, you know, trying to get to work, to school, to whatever they have going on for the day. Um, but the one from 4 to 5 5 a.m. is interesting. Yeah, right. yeah. So, wow. and um, that's a lot of, you know, different shift work, different things mm-hmm. like that. People going to work, maybe being tired, drowsy. And then point. you also, unfortunately, have some impaired drivers out at that time. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. So, just things to be mindful of, you know, as we go. Um, so, let's talk a little bit too about uh, motorcycles. You know, is motorcycle, are motorcycle crashes and fatalities really a concern here? And and if so, what can we do, you know, to help prevent that? Yes. Yeah, so motorcycles um, are definitely are of concern in Tuscarawas County. We have a beautiful county. Yes, we do. People love to come and drive their motorcycles or ride their motorcycles in Tuscarawas County. And I don't blame them. Mm-hmm. Our county is beautiful. We have winding roads. We have, you know, countryside. It is gorgeous. Um, however, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we do have some tricky roads. Um, yes, to, we do. <laughs> windy, so, hilly. Yes, yes. <laughs> blind spots, mm-hmm. um, roads that they're not familiar with. Roads with Amish buggies to watch for. Yes, yeah. and now e-bikes. Mm-hmm. Um, so a, a lot of different things to think about when on a motorcycle. So um you know, in 2017, we had a ton of motorcycle crashes um, and fatal ones that were from out of county. Mm-hmm. Um, now, lately, it has been some in-county. You know, we were looking at the in-county versus out-of-county. Mm-hmm. Um, so just getting that message messages to riders in our county, but also riders who are coming in mm-hmm. um, and visiting visiting our counter, counter, our, our county. Sorry, our yeah. county, yeah. So, um, you know, and, you know, just how important it is to um, refresh their motorcycle skills and taking those rider classes. Even if you've been on the road for, you know, you've been driving a motorcycle for 10, 15 years, it's important, you know, to take those refresher courses. Okay. And then as drivers, you know, what can we do to better look out for motorcycles? Certainly. Um, you know, as drivers, you know, be aware, especially in the spring when it gets warm, um, you know, you have those days that all of a sudden it's warm and we're not used to seeing motorcycles. That's true. Um, and they're smaller. Um, and what we're not used to is, you know, driving a car or a truck or, you know, whatever, a vehicle, we use our brakes more than a, a motorcycle does. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, being cognizant of the fact that motorcycles can slow down without using those brakes because you're used to looking for those brake lights. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You know, so, and then we have blind spots in our cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's so many things that we as motorists can do. And it, it really takes the cooperation of motorcyclists and motorists on the road um, to be 
for safety. Okay. So yeah. we just, we really need to do what the saying says, look out for motorcycles, yes. you know, and just be a little more aware, especially when the weather's nicer and we can expect to see more motorcycles out. Yes. Well, all right. I'm going to switch to another topic and that's the click it or ticket. Okay. You know, now using your seatbelt is a message that's been around Gosh, I mean, since I'm sure before I was born, I feel like, you know, um, and, and we know that, you know, wearing that seatbelt can really prevent a lot of um, worse injuries, you know, should someone be in an accident. And so when we talk about click it or ticket, you know, what are, what are the types of things you're just trying to reinforce aside from just putting that seatbelt on? Is there anything else we should be aware of? Yeah, so what I think people don't realize is that once you're ejected from a vehicle, mm -hmm. your chance of survival has diminished greatly. Okay. Um, so that seatbelt keeps you in the car mm -hmm. and it keeps it protects you from severe or fatal injury. Um, and I don't think people think about that. Mm -hmm. um, it also protects you from injuring others in the car. Oh. You know, if you're not seatbelted in, mm -hmm you can you know be thrown around the car and injure somebody else yeah. um so it's it's so important and just like brushing your teeth or tying your shoes it should just be automatic okay yeah i agree that's what i tell my teenagers so <laughs> <laughs> um so when we talk uh, too about click it or ticket it kind of lends itself nicely to another program we have at the tuscross county health department and that's the ohio buckles buckeyes program um where you know we can provide car seats and booster seats you know to make sure that those kids are properly restrained and belted in the vehicle in a safe way can you tell us just a little bit about that program yeah, so our Ohio Buckles Buckeyes program um, at the Tuscross County Health Department is a program where we can provide convertible and booster seats to um, income eligible families. Uh, we can provide one car seat per child every three years. Um, so as long as you're income eligible, um, you know, you would qualify um, and, and your child is of age and, and would fit the car seat. Um, we can help you. Um, just give us a call at the Tuscross County Health Department. Um, I'd be happy to get you registered. With the program, you do have to do an education um, portion of the program. So we have made that virtual with COVID. Um, we've kind of had to work around, yeah. uh, you know, traditionally we would have classes, but we do have um, an education that we can send to you virtually. Um, once you view all the videos and answer the questions, um, we can schedule you for pickup. And then um, we just make sure that that car seat's installed correctly mm -hmm. um, and, you know, keep your child safe. And also with that, we can also provide car seat checks. And this is for anyone. Um, okay, there's so you no, don't have to be income yeah, eligible. No. If you want to have a car seat check to make sure it's installed correctly, they can call you. Yep, just okay. call me at the health department. Um, uh, you know, and I can walk through some tips with you um and to get you the to get that car seat installed and then once you get to the health department we'll do a socially distant um car seat check um so i'll just you know walk through different things what to look for um making sure that all of those buckles and everything are in the mm -hmm. right place mm -hmm. and making sure that that's installed correctly so you know what i know but our listeners probably don't know is that you are you know kind of registered as a child passenger safety technician you went through days of training um so you really are a specialist in making sure folks have the right car seat for the child size and that it is installed correctly i have heard you uh, helping families um, with different types of vehicles you know because 
doesn't matter, you know, how many car seats you've installed, maybe as a parent, um, or, you know, just how much you've read that car seat manual from front to back and sideways and every which way. Sometimes you can know all the knowledge and still install that car seat incorrectly because of the type of vehicle you have, or maybe you've gotten a new vehicle and the um, sort of the the uh, slant of the back seat is different. And so you don't have it, you know, assembled, you don't have that car seat put in properly. So no matter who they are, they can call you and get that help. Right. Absolutely. The average, the national average of car seats that are installed incorrectly is 75%. 75%. 75%. Yeah. And I know before COVID, the health department used to do checks of car seats to see if they were installed correctly. And there was a percentage for locally here in Tuscross County, how many were installed incorrectly. Um, I know, I think it was better than 50%. Do you remember approximately what that was? I believe it was between 50 and 60% that were installed not or were not installed correctly so it's so important and and like you said i did did the class and it was funny because i have two boys Mm -hmm. and it was a four-day class and i thought oh okay at the end of the four days i was like uh (laughs) you know there is so much to learn there are so many different car seats so many types of car seats um new laws and you know new ways of installing and different cars and different seatbelts and there's so much to learn. So it's definitely, I've enjoyed learning. Um, and now I, you know, um, appreciate that knowledge and I wish I had it when my children were Mm -hmm. young. Um, so I am happy to help anybody who has any questions on car seats. That's really good to know. So I think we've really um, covered a lot of information today about the Safe Communities of Tuscross County program, the Ohio Buckles Buckeyes program. We really know pretty much everything we need to to get out on the highway, get our motor (laughs) running, head for our family adventure and head for that adventure in a safe way that maybe isn't quite as wild as that song implies. Right. Right. Um, And so, you know, I just want to ask you one last question. You know, what do you enjoy most? most about working with the safe communities of Tuscross County program at the Tuscross County Health Department? I love getting out into the community and talking to community members um, and working with them. And, you know, sometimes we have like a Plinko game or a spin wheel that we use and it's, it's fun, but what I really enjoy is with those games, we ask questions. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those questions are statistics that are local to Tuscross or, you know, irrelevant to Tuscross County residents. And people don't realize, you know, what our statistics are on seatbelt usage and paired driving. So it's so much fun getting out and working with them. Um, and I also, when we have a chance to work with the high school students and we have a teen driving rodeo, that is my, I absolutely love working with teens um, who are either driving or getting ready to drive. And when we can bring law enforcement in with it and the law enforcement can interact with the teens and the teens can have that relationship with the law enforcement, there's just something magical about that because um, they don't always have that chance and safe communities can provide that chance. You know, law enforcement comes down and they, they sit down and talk to students, you know, face to face and just say, you know, this is what we see. This is the answer questions. And it's really a, a wonderful opportunity for students to um, have that chance to talk about safe driving. Right. So yeah. you're not only helping existing drivers be safe, but the drivers of the future, too. And, and that's what we need here in Tuscross County are more safe drivers and less of the wild ones. Right. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, as drivers, we all have a responsibility mm-hmm. and we don't think about we, you know, driving is a privilege. 
And we all have a responsibility to keep ourselves safe, our families safe, but also those that we share the road with safe. Yeah, very well stated. Thank you so much, Kelly Snyder, for joining me today. Um, We really appreciate your time here. And we want to thank you, our listeners. Uh, My name is Jennifer Demuth from the Tuscarawas County Health Department, encouraging you to drive safely and uh, enjoy the road of life in a very safe way. Thank you again. Thank you.